So, what do you say to a loud tennis player? I don't know, JD. What do you say to a loud tennis player? What's all the racket? <laughs> I made my own rim shot. This is this, this is, is this is life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams. Bring a little bit of joy into your day. We started things off with up-and-coming comedian J.D. Williams. And we're going to hear from another child in just a few minutes, a child who lives in a safe house in India. Her story is on the way after a woman who wants to spread some joy today on her blog, Carrie Scott. CarrieScottTalks.com is her blog. You can find the link to that if you want to read what she's written today by coming to LifeWithLisaWilliams.com. But after writing your book, Untangled, and helping all of us just see the tangles in our life in season one of Life with Lisa Williams, Carrie Scott helped a lot of us so much. Now that Untangled is done, what are you working on as far as like a book? What's coming next, Carrie Scott? So with Untangled, the whole idea behind the book was that God comes in and untangles all those things in our life that make us feel like we don't matter. Right. And think about this image of standing there and all these things that have been tangling you up, the chains that have been just hanging on you and keeping you bound up with insecurity are now just laying on the floor and they're, they're not even on you anymore. And, and I don't know about you, but sometimes when we feel freedom, we don't know what to do with it. You feel exposed. Like, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know how to act now. Yeah. Because our identity has been, I'm worthless or I'm whatever it might be. Right. Right. So this book number two, which I cannot reveal the title yet, but it's awesome. (laughs) Book number two is that challenge to take a step out of those chains and walk into a different way of living. And I, I mean, I reach down all the time and try to put those chains back on, try to drape myself again because it's familiar and it's normal and it's ordinary and it's all I know. It's comfortable. It's like, I don't know how to embrace a new normal. So I'm just going to go back to what I know. This book is a challenge and a blueprint for your steps into freedom. Awesome. You've got these books inside of you. It's like you're giving birth to books. I know. It's it's so funny. I was never, I never wanted to be a writer. I'm a speaker at heart. I love to speak to women, to stand up there with a microphone in my face and, (laughs) and talk to women about my journey and my story and where God showed up. And that is just my heart's cry. So this whole, this whole writing thing has been just such a pleasant surprise. I did not see that coming. It's kind of like, you know, how we women, we have all these eggs inside of us. I told my kids the other day that, that we have eggs and they, they laughed forever. (laughs) Like you you have (laughs) eggs. I'm like, yeah, women are born with eggs and they're like laughing, like, Okay, chicken mama. Uh, but you know how we have these eggs? It's, I feel like you, it's like they're just in you. And then all of a sudden these books are just popping out. Here's what I say to God. Don't let it all be for nothing. Yeah. Like don't let all the stuff that I walked through. And believe me, I have had a Jerry Springer show worthy <laughs> life. Okay. I could fill a whole week on Jerry Springer. Me and you too, baby. Me and okay, you too, baby. Right. So you understand that. So I say to God, don't let it be for nothing. 
Yeah. And, and he is really harnessing that obedience on my part to say my life, my story, my journey, my mess, my brokenness is, is for you, Lord, and, and use as you will. And I'm Absolutely. telling you, when you say yes to God, he takes you up on it. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's, but it's worth every second. Okay. So that's the future though. The faraway future. You can't even tell us the name of the book, but what about today? What's, What's happening today? Like we got a couple more minutes together. So what's up? I wanted to tell you a really funny story. This is a story. I was doing this um, live 60 minute radio interview. It was on a huge network. Um, I was super nervous because live is super live. scary. Yeah. Live it's is live. live. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can't redo. And yeah. so we're about 30 minutes into this interview and the host asked me a question. We were talking about how, um, about how God gave us roles to be godly wives and roles to be godly husbands and how really the role of godly husband is the list is much longer than our role. What I mean, our list, all we're supposed to do really, if you boil it down is surrender to our husbands. And I was talking about how the world just has just twisted and mangled that whole concept. Like we're supposed to be a doormat and we're supposed to lose our voice and we're supposed to be just weaker and just do whatever our husbands tell us to do and how society feels that way about it. And what I was trying to say was, and she was talking back and forth with me. And what I was trying to say was this, I know it's like, it's like the world expects us to be pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen. But what actually came out of my mouth was I remembered this commercial that I had been seeing forever on this reality show called um, Naked and Afraid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and somehow those got crossed in my mind. And I said this, I said, I know it's like the world thinks we're supposed to be naked and pregnant in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little bit different from barefoot and pregnant. And a little, it's just different. not what I would, and not what I would want to say on a Christian radio station. Live. Right. Live. Okay. So I say that in my brain, automatically, I get this big red bell in my brain. Like I just said something I wasn't supposed to say. And I stopped for a second and praise the Lord that he filled my mouth with words because I think I said something like, well, you know, that's not what I meant to say. That's, that's a topic for another show. What I'm trying to say is, is barefoot and pregnant. And anyway, that's like 30 minutes into the, into the interview, Lisa. And I have 30 minutes left to go and I start sweating profusely. I don't know how in the world I pulled it together, but I pulled it together. We finished the interview and they, you know, we signed off and then they popped back on the air or, or popped back onto the phone call with me and they, they started laughing. They're like, oh my gosh, Carrie. We had to mute our mic because we were laughing at you. And I said, okay, I'm glad you were laughing because I was sweating like a pig. But here's what I took away from that. And yeah. here's, here's what I talked about on my blog today and what I wanted to just to share with, with your listeners is that we have to be real careful in this world that we do not live in doom and gloom. I mean, the world is, is big right now and heavy and yes. there's a lot going on Yeah, and there's bad news every day. And it's stuff we never thought we'd ever hear. And it's things in our lifetime we never thought we'd see. And it's easy. It's so easy to let it steal your joy. And, and what I want to encourage everybody is find, find that laughter in your life again. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take life too seriously. 
you know, often people go, the world is falling apart, but really the world is falling right into place. And we have a heavenly father that is in control of it all, has, has his eyes on every situation and every person. And he does not want anything to rob us of joy. And there are days we have to cling to it with all we have. Wow, that's really a good word. That's so good. I uh, read a story in the news the other day. It was so dark and so sad and so evil. And I couldn't shake it for a while. And I think there's so many things that can make us just feel robbed of joy. You can't remind us enough, Carrie. You cannot remind us enough that we need to find joy. We need and to we need joy. to fight for it some days, Lisa. Yeah. There are days I have to fight for it. It's it's not something that just is always overflowing and comes easy because I I struggle and things hit me hard yeah. and life gets really messy. And we have to make a conscious decision to find the joy, the silver lining, the the half full cup. You know, we have to make a choice. It's a decision that we make. It's really timely that Carrie is talking about joy today because this is something that I need to focus on. Even though I think I come across as a jovial person, I have a lot of heaviness at life circumstances that has in the past rocked me. Empathy is a big gift for me. Uh, There's a test called Strength Finders, which I highly recommend. It's an amazing book. And you take a test and empathy is my number one. So I have learned this protective stance so that my heart doesn't get broken. Like when I look back at my past, September 11th, I was in bed for days. It was so difficult for me to to feel the pain of so many people. Uh, when Katrina hit, I had panic attacks. I just wanted to get in my car and drive to Louisiana, just like the pain of the people. And so because of that in the past, I've taken this stance of fearing, feeling things and um, trying to protect myself from things. Um, And so because of that, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what I've done. I'm looking for a healthier path because empathy is a gift, not a curse. And so what I've started trying to do is to lean into God's strength for my life. Purposefully, intentionally accessing the power of Almighty God for my life. I've been doing it for uh, just over a month now (laughs) because of just some personal life situations where I needed God's strength. And so I say all that to say that I've been asked to go to India with India Partners in November. And my Knee-jerk reaction to that because of my past life experiences has been, I don't know if I can face the reality of the lives of some children there. I don't know if my heart can take it. But because of this new paradigm of accessing intentionally God's power and strength, God Almighty, my Father, His strength, I mean, it's all through God's Word how His power and strength are for us, and now I'm learning that that is true. And so because of that, I believe I'm going to go to India in November and I'm going in the strength and power of God so that I can bring joy and hear stories, look in the faces of other human beings 
and be present with them and listen to their stories. And then if God is willing and lets me, (laughs) sorry for the tears, sorry, then I can become a voice because I don't do many things well, but I am loud. (laughs) I do have a voice. And then if God will let me, I could become a voice for some people who whose stories would otherwise not be told. So my heart is with the strength of God, leaning towards accepting the offer from India Partners to go with them to Mumbai and visit a safe house. Now, I want you to hear the story of one little girl who lives in one of the safe houses that India Partners helps run. This is Rimpa and I want you to listen to her voice. Listen to how young she is. When bad things were going on with my mother, I wanted to break the door and pull her out and run away from that place. My mother was in pain and I was in pain. I feel broken, very bad, that my mother is still over there. The owner abuses her. I don't want my mother to stay over there. Just like me, I want my mother to come out and be in a safe place and be happy. When I came over here, the people in the safe home started telling me about Jesus. They told me that I can forget my past because of Jesus. I came to know that Jesus is the Savior. John 3.16 So God so loved the world that He gave His only bottom son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Rimpa's precious voice saying John 3.16 might be the most precious thing ever uttered. You know, he really has an eye on the precious little ones. He really has his eye on them. And so, and so if you want to find out more about India Partners, there is um, a picture, a link right on the front page at lifewithlisawilliams.com if you'd like to stop by. I want to say thank you to Morgan Smith, who's been sharing her pictures and her stories with me about her experience when she went to a safe house. I appreciate Morgan very much. More than you know, Morgan. Thank you. I'm going to be talking to you on the phone soon, girl. (laughs) Uh, I need your insights and wisdom. And as long as we're thanking people, thank you, Lisa Kyle, for being my friend and for going deep in the spirit, deep in thoughts, deep in God's word, for helping me think about Life with Lisa Williams season two. I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you to producer Jason Rakow for putting today's show together. Really appreciate you, Jason. And I appreciate you, Melanie Moritzky, for working on future shows and just for being my friend. And thank you to Paul Goldsmith, who's the executive producer of Life with Lisa Williams. Now, if you have a moment, please call me and tell me where you were on September 11th, 2001, where you were, what you were doing, and then what life was like for you after that. I'd love to hear your voice on tomorrow's show. It's 929-229-LWLW, 929-229-5959. Hashtag thanks for listening.